ML Nation, episode 57. If you hit that, that mile marker, you can't stop there. You have to have another vision that's, okay, what inspires you next? Because if you don't, then you will get out of the groove. Uh, you can actually become uh, complacent and you can actually keep future people from ever having what you have or what I have. So we have to have that vision in front of us at all times. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I am fired up, inspired, and grateful to have a special friend on MLM Nation today. We have Patty Roney. Patty, are you ready to make it happen? I am. Thank you. Patty Roney was a single mom homeschooling six kids and living in a small town of only 8,000 people when she started network marketing. But those challenges didn't stop her. With consistent daily effort, Patty went from sleeping on the floor with her six kids to have earned over a million dollars in MLM. Patty's won numerous awards in her company, including being the Million Dollar Club, the Teamwork Award, and the prestigious Vision Award, which is given to only one distributor a year. Thanks to her success in network marketing, Patty today has homes in both Wyoming and Newport Beach. Patty Roney is also the voice of the entrepreneur woman as well as the networking mom and has a passion for training and helping other distributors. Her favorite subjects to train are vision, passion, and purpose. So, Patty, I've given MLM Nation just a brief intro, but please share more about your background and how you came across network marketing. Uh, you know, Simon, it was one of those moments in your life where everything changes. Uh, everything had fallen apart. Um, I'd lost my marriage. I had these beautiful children, and they, I was, they were my miracles, Simon. I just, they were everything in my life. And we really were. We had that downtime where we were sleeping on the floor in sleeping bags. We, we had had a, a good life now. We were uh, really under, and we were really panicked for what we were going to do, and we were really praying. For about six months, we were not sure uh, how to survive. Um, we were not sure where we were headed for, for a business. And the one thing that I wouldn't do is I would not give up the life that I had begun to build with my children. I wanted to make sure that they had uh, the correct um, the correct schooling and the correct guidelines and, and good family unity. Uh, there were adopted children, natural children, multicultural. So there are a lot of hurdles to go through for a family like that. And I, I really was just seeking out a power business. I didn't want a hobby. I needed something very big financially to get us through raising the kids and having uh, our dreams. And so uh, networking was brought to us. I was, you know, not that was not my first choice. I was not ready for that. I didn't know what it was. I had perceptions. And once I sat down and I looked at who this was, what it was, and what the opportunity gave me, I knew that this was my answer. And that's where we started right there. So did you have uh, immediate success or you had some challenges when you first started? 
Well, I think that's a twofold answer, both. (laughs) You know, I actually made money every week from the first week in my business. I think I only missed a check two uh, weeks ever in my entire career. Wow. Um, I I remember, though, my sponsor saying to me my first week, Patty, you made $100 this week and you get a $100 check. And I remember saying, I don't care. I don't need $100 a week. I need $1,000 a week and I need it tomorrow. <laughs> so I was real urgent about what I needed. Um, I did, of course, we trip over ourselves when you start, Simon. Of course, we we trip over the things we don't understand or we don't know. But I love the passion of a rookie. I love the excitement of what they've just found. And I think that was really part of my success was that I knew where I was going. I didn't know how to get there, but I had the best of the best that I could find in business and products. And and I figured, you know, the rest is going to be fine. It's all going to play together. And it did. It was just amazing. So I have to ask you this. Um, it, it seemed like, obviously, from just hearing you, you have the passion, right, the confidence. But what was the worst moment in your network marketing journey? Like maybe to the point where maybe you wanted a thousand, but you're only getting a hundred dollars, and it was maybe so frustrating, people quitting. Where you almost were maybe question, hey, did I do the right thing? Was there ever a moment like that where it's like the lowest of the low, but somehow you hung in there and then you bounced back? Yes, I was making a lot of money before I even understood how it was coming in. I was very passionate about what we were doing, and I was a whole, I had a hold of something incredibly great. So I didn't have that first, you know, early moments crash that some people have. I actually had my worst moment. My crash was as I was heading towards a big pin level, a big advancement. I just couldn't reach it, Simon. I just couldn't get there. It was the goal. I was making really good money. I was loving what I was doing. But I remember saying the only negative thing I could ever remember saying, I sat my children down at the dinner table and I said to them, shocking them, I can't get there. I will never become this particular pen level. I just am not good enough. And I remember it being a devastating moment to admit to yourself, you're just not going to get there. And then I said, maybe the most important thing I'd ever said, and that is, but I love everything about what we're doing. I believe in it so completely that I will never quit. So I just assumed I was going to clip along at this. I was making really good money. Um, I was just going to clip along at this really good money, but we were never going to have freedom. We were never going to have, in my mind, we probably just were not going to get to over that hump, through that that breakthrough moment. I just didn't see me being able to get us there. I tried and tried and tried, and I just couldn't seem to break through. You know, it was very short time after that that I broke through, got to that pen level, and the next one, and the next one, and the next one. And you just think, what was the what was the reason? And I'm going to say that the reason might be that I got very deep at that moment. And I realized that I had a choice. I could either call it a day, find something else to do, but it was going to be tough because I was making really good money, or I could realize it was not about me. So if I was content to do what I was doing because of the passion I had for it and love for it, that 
it was no longer about me. It was about just doing it for the purpose of the company and what we represented. I, I'm wondering if there wasn't a humility moment there uh, for me. That was the breakthrough moment. So it seemed like you shifted your focus instead of me, 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 more being a giver about others, helping, contributing. Because I know you're a friend. You give so much back, right, to your company, back to the community. That was probably the shift, just the switching from like me, me to being a giver and and then just things just magically happened? I think so. And I and I I would have never thought that I would think it was about me. I'm not it's not my, my game, but I guess as I analyzed, yes, there's a chance that I was so focused on the pen level and so focused on my advancement and so focused on going forward that maybe I wasn't focused enough on just changing lives around the world. Yeah, I think one of the things I've learned through my journey is that every time like I've chased money, in, in not just in network marketing, the other things as well, it always escapes me, right? But every time, and especially when I first started in network marketing, I just saw every prospect, like a dollar sign on their head. But once I shifted and just like, like, you, like kind of what you did, just you know, give, go, give, focus your helping on others and go with the flow and don't chase the money, the, the paradox is money just starts coming to you. Then. That's when you get your rank. And, and your, So thank you for sharing that, Patty. It's very, it just confirms, it's like, just let it flow, give more, and things happen. Absolutely. Now, speaking about that, would you consider that to be one of the biggest aha moment you had, or was there another one? Um, actually, my aha moment was my second year in the business, I had joined my company, and I did not have the four legs of the table all equal in my belief. I had a huge belief in the products, a huge belief in the company, and I actually had a huge belief in myself. That's three out of four. I had zero belief in network marketing. I didn't join network marketing. I joined my company and the integrity of that company. I just kind of excused the fact that we were network marketing. So it was actually year number two, the beginning of the year, that I began to study and read books about the industry, and that was my aha moment. I actually had such a belief formed that I would never, ever join uh, any kind of business that wasn't network marketing after that. I understood why my money was so good. My income was so incredible. It was because you cannot do that in a, a a normal job. You just can't accomplish it. You can't double your, your money or triple your money or quadruple your money. You can't do that in a year. And in network marketing, you have that opportunity and you have a lot more uh, opportunity for freedom. And it took me an entire first year where I just kind of ignored the industry and just barreled forward with a product, a comp plan, and a great company. So what were some of those books, those uh, network marketing books you read? You know, uh, that was at a time where there were some books read. The ones that really hit me were Wave 3 and Wave 4 Network Marketing by Richard Poe. Uh, they weren't about my company. They weren't about my comp plan. They were stories. They were stories just like what we're talking about right here of success. And I began to learn the concepts of 
how network marketing worked and why it worked and why it was so brilliant. I read The Greatest Networker in the World, that little tiny book, and I began to understand personal development and and interactions and relationships, uh, things that I believe we all learn in network marketing that we cannot learn hardly anywhere else. You know, when you bring up those books, it brings back memories because I was, before I got started in 2003, I was really, really skeptical, you know, and uh, I read Network Marketing for Dummies. And the other book that that had a big impact on me was the one that uh, you mentioned, Way 4 by Richard Poe, because it was a generic book. And I was like, wow, you know, I read, then I read uh, Wave 3. I kind of read them backwards, but huge belief builders. And uh, so thank you for sharing that, Patty. You actually brought back memories of right before I started. Yes. And it's like, I think it's important, like, MLM Nation, if you're listening, you know, those four beliefs that Patty talked about, you know, write them down. Those like, that's something you want to rewind back and listen. You know, like what Patty said, the belief in the products, believe in the industry, believe in yourself, and believe in the um, company, company, right? And all four, you got to be strong. It's like Patty used a great uh, term, the stools, the four stools. And if you're weak on any of them, it's going to hold your business back. And Patty was great, th- 75%. Three out of four, she got it, but she realized one thing was weak, and once she worked on it, then the, the chair was balanced, then her business took off. Now, I have to ask you this next uh, question because uh, I have two kids, and a lot of MLM Nation listeners, they have kids as well. But you did it with six kids. How did you balance the time being a mom and a homes? And by the way, I really... That's one of the things I'm really grateful and impressed about is like you homeschool your kids. So you have six kids, homeschool them, and still manage to make the business happen. How did you do it? Um, there was no, uh, no excuse. I wasn't going to change my lifestyle. So it became a balance in everything that I teach as the networking mom, which is one of my specialties. Um, it's a balance of time. It's uh, priorities and having those priorities right so that everything gets attention and everything gets your best, not your leftovers. So I was definitely trying to be super mom. Um, the children, I was infertility, and very few people know that, but I couldn't have any children. So to have the children I had required a lot of miracles, uh, three adoptions, a uh, huge amazement uh, when you look at the, the stories of each one of them. And so for me, uh, it required me to fight, fight for my freedom and theirs, fight for the best life we could possibly have in our family. And so when we look at homeschooling and network marketing, it's all about freedom. I actually had the freest life, Simon. I was homeschooling. We worked on our terms. We worked with the books we chose. We worked on the the day and the schedule the way we wanted it to be. We traveled when we wanted, where we wanted, and we were also home-based business. So everything was a learning process. The kids became brilliant entrepreneurs. They they were helping me run the business business as young children. So we weren't reading textbooks on business. We were doing it. Uh, they were answering phones and running events. One of my daughters was 14 years old, and she helped me run and did all the work except the speakers and doing the, the day itself. She did all the work for 500-person events. Uh, it, it was an amazing uh, learning experience for her. She did it over and over and over, year after year after year. And she ran all the registration. She ran everything except on stage. And so when you look at that, 
I just put the two together. I made perfection out of our days. We played tennis together. We exercised together. We worked together. We played together. We traveled. We got to do whatever we needed to do. But I'm a strong worker. So I could work when they were asleep. I could work when they were at baseball. I could work when they were at dance. I, I, I was very strategic. I worked. I have to tell you this. And the listeners, I climbed a ladder painted by hand the entire outside of our house because we were going to lose our insurance. And at that time, I was doing some internet marketing and making calls. I had a call list in my hand laying on the, the stool or the ladder. I was up high. I had the paintbrush, my headset in, my phone. And I was making calls while I had that paintbrush in my hand week after week until that house was done. I just was relentless. I was going to make it. We were going to make it. We were going to have the freedom that we knew this gave us, and, and we accomplished it. Wow, that that is so inspiring. Uh, the way you painted that picture, you know, paintbrush in hand and the phone on the other hand. And um, ML Nation, I don't know if that inspires you. That just, it's, uh, it's like making no excuses, right? And I think Patty was very clear what she wanted, the freedom. And I think another thing that we can learn from Patty is that it's all about perspective. Some people say, well, six kids, I can't do the business. But Patty put those kids to work, and I think they got the best education because, like you said, instead of reading business textbooks, they were doing business at an early age. And what better education? I mean, not just organization skills, administrative skills, networking, you know, social skills because you got to – if you're doing an event, you got to communicate with people, right? So um, that's why I respect you, Patty, not just as a leader but as a mom. So thank you for sharing that story. It's uh, very inspiring. Thank you. It's inspiring to me. It's just hearing that as well because I have two young boys just thinking about like what type of legacy, what type, what are the things I'm going to pass on. So, uh, You know, Simon, before you ask the next question, we sat down the day that we began our business. We sat down. We're big on family meetings. And we sat down together because we were in trouble. And the whole family knew we were in trouble. We'd lost it all. We were down $75,000 in the hole. We were, we were in serious trouble. And when this answer came, and I knew in my core, you just know, you, you, you know, and I just knew this was it. I knew this wasn't, uh, this was what I was going to do, and it was going to work. And we sat down, and we had to have a plan. And the family made the plan. My family all, everybody worked for this. Everybody put, not only did we work, split up chores and things in the house, but we all worked for this success. And all the money I've made, all the success I've had, it was seven of us that, that did it. It wasn't just me. I don't think it ever is. And, you know, network marketing is about building teams. And what perfect team than to have a family team? Yes. That's, a, that's very, very cool. What excites you the most about network marketing now? Oh, absolutely. Freedom. There's only one word. Freedom. 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 I am I'm a person, and I'm sure many of the rest of the networkers are also. I want choice. I will work. I will work hard. But I want to work when I want, where I want. And if I want to pick up my family and say, we're going to spend the winter in Newport Beach, California, I want to do that. If I, I want freedom. I want choice. I want opportunity to make what I need to make. If, if we want to adopt three more kids, um, I want to be able to pay for those adoptions with my excess. I want vision that gives us opportunity, that gives us freedom to choose. And I believe that's how I've lived my life. Now, you've had a lot of experience in the uh, profession. Do you see it's 
network marketing becoming easier now, more accepted than when you first started? Oh, absolutely. You still have your people out there that think they have an idea what you do and they think that they wouldn't enjoy it. Uh, they were just like me. That's what I thought. I didn't want to be in network marketing because I thought I knew what it was and because someone had maybe maybe uh, brought me in as a client and didn't tell me everything and kind of hurt the reputation. We have to be careful of that. Um, but when I found my company, I realized that my issues on uh, network marketing were my perspective. They weren't true. And so today, I find that all the younger generations, they're used to building networks, doing networking. They're taught that in college, in their jobs. They're taught it everywhere, that we have to build a network and we have to use referrals and we have to do good networking, personal development. I think it's all part of today. I think that the people that maybe had someone who had a bad experience and it was years ago, that sometimes they're still dragging their feet a little bit. But once they hear me talk about it, they're fine. So I think, I think sometimes we create the, the issue and there is no issue. Everybody should be in network marketing. Absolutely. Now, let's share another story. Take us to the time that you would consider to be your proudest moment in network marketing. Oh, that's an easy one. And I just have to tell the story just a little bit. I'm, it's my first convention. I'm sitting in the audience, and I don't even know why I'm there. I've been in the company for four months. I'm, I have no idea why I'm there. I don't really want to be there. And all of a sudden, um, I get to see the changed lives, and, and I'm crying. And I sit through an awards ceremony, and there are these wonderful people on stage. They're winning these wonderful awards. I don't even know what they mean. I have no idea. But then there was one award that came up. And that award changed my life that day, four months into the business. And it was the Vision Award. And you and I've talked about that vision, passion, and purpose are my specialties. And I looked at that award, and it didn't have dollars attached to it. It was the most coveted award in the company. And I wanted that award. I remember being in tears and saying, that's the one I want. And the reason I wanted it was that I could tell that that award was about the heart of what we were doing. It was about the purpose of why we were all in that room and what dollars represented, which was changed lives. And that was the moment where I said, that's the award I want. Well, there were, was no path. There was no, if you do this and this and this and this, that's how you get that award. And we're talking massive company, you know, all these different countries were open. And, oh, my goodness, how could anybody win that award? I'm a little girl from Wyoming, 8,000 people. Nobody knows me. And, I mean, I'm just trying to fumble through raising these kids. A few years later, I won that award, Simon. It's still emotional for me. Because that was almost impossible to win. And I couldn't believe that I was the one that was standing on that stage. And I got to speak because of that award and because of that work. I found myself able to speak four years in a row to 10,000 people about changing lives. Simon, that was my moment. And that moment 
kept me and made me an ambassador for that company, um, that I'll be there for life. And I know it's because the heart of the company matched my heart of vision, passion, and purpose. And that vision award meant everything to me. Oh, thank you for sharing that emotional story. You know, you talk about vision a lot, and you had that vision of winning that award. But at the same time, like you said, you were like the young girl from the small town. And so how did you keep that vision every day? Because it took you four years to win that. Was it, did you have like a dream board, or did you just visualize to you see yourself on stage? So in other words, like ML Nation listeners, like they all want to achieve what you have, Patty. So what should they do? How do they craft the vision that actually that they can achieve that's realistic? That they, can, they, that they can get. What would you suggest? Well, I believe that your vision is like the, the final or the long-term mile marker. I want you to think of running a marathon. I want you to think of the 26 miles. I want you to think that the 26th mile, that is where your vision is set. So as you go, and it could be a vision to build an orphanage. It could be a vision to win a certain award or hit a certain level in your company. It could be a vision of weight management. It could be a vision of, of, of a certain amount of money you needed to make to send your children to college or pay for a wedding. Uh, it could be a, a one-year goal. It could be a 10-year. I think you have to see that as the far out uh, end result. Now, it doesn't mean that's the end of your your business, it means that's the one you're facing. That's the one you're looking at. That's the target. And then every single step of the way, it's like a mile marker. Like you run past mile one and past mile two and, and you get thirsty. You have to stop for a second, grab a drink. You know, you might even uh, trip over a rock or something. We have to go through the miles to get there. And it doesn't just, it's not handed to us on a silver platter. And I think that's one of the things that matters to me about vision, passion, and purpose is when you set your vision, and you start to get really excited about that vision and you start down that path and you start to see these, you know, the, the fun mile markers like you just got your first check or, or you just got your first customer or you just brought in your first team member uh, and you keep going and then maybe you, you made your first big pen level advancement and, and you keep going. Each one of those matters as much as the end result. Each, if, if you were just handed your vision on a silver platter, it wouldn't mean as much. And so for me, uh, being on that stage and being able to know that I had changed enough lives to be there, those were mile markers. It wasn't just the moment. It was the journey. So you're all on a journey. You're on a journey, an entrepreneurial journey, uh, whatever your company's products are. You're a product of that product. You're on a journey. And so I think that journey has to have something that will inspire you as you look forward. If you hit that, that mile marker, you can't stop there. You have to have another vision that's, okay, what inspires you next? Because if you don't, then you will get out of the groove. Uh, you can actually become uh, complacent and you can actually keep future people from ever having what you have or what I have. So we have to have that vision in front of us at all times. Yeah, I think you, I love the way you put the mile marker. I think for distributors, a lot of times you get that first check, right? Right, Like you said, but uh, they don't have the big vision and then they just plateau. And so you need like the next mile marker, the next mile marker, like the next short term targets and have that clear vision. Eventually you'll get there, get to what you want. And I think ultimately that's like what success is, right? Enjoying the journey, enjoying those mile markers. 
So, and uh, so where where can people learn more about you? And also, like, uh, that's my first question. I normally don't I don't even ask it during the middle of the show, but you just shared something so good about the vision. So where can people learn more about your uh, trainings, Patty? You know, my, my best place probably, and the thing that I'm focused on the most that is a give back to all of the network marketing industry is the networkingmom.com. So that's going to be where you can sign up for the, uh, you know, the information, anything that I'm doing, uh, you're going to be able to go and just register there. It's a blog, but you're going to have some big things coming that are going to specifically be for the networking mom. Uh, that's also a way that you can email me or contact me, uh, just patty, P-A-T-T-I, at the networking mom. You also find that on Facebook, Patty Roney, the networking mom. Uh, those are probably the most public places to find me and to be able to either ask questions or um, tap into some of the things that I'm doing, especially in the next uh, six months, I'm going to be doing huge things for uh, the networking families. And so that's a really good place to, to contact me. Can you share a little bit what the networking mom is about? Yes, the networking mom is my tricks, my secrets, my my um, hints, my helps to be able to help families to actually have what I have. Because I think that being a great parent uh, balancing your entire day that you've got and trying to fit your networking business in and actually creating success with it so that you might be able to walk away from that job or you might be able to uh, do things you really want to do or go home and take care of your children. Um, most parents that come into networking, that's their goal. That's their vision, but they don't know what to do or how to do it. So that's actually what I'm training. It's my love. It's one of my huge purposes is to pass this on to all families. So it is called the networking mom. There's a lot of things I'll be helping you with. But that's the most important. Thank you. And ML Nation, we will uh, put all those links on the show notes page. Just go to mlnation.net and type in Patty, which is P-A-T-T-I, at the, at the search bar. And then all the links, Patty's contact info will be there. Now, Patty, as we wrap up towards the show, uh, end, at the end of the show, I want to ask you a couple questions to pick your brain. Okay? Yes. So the first one is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Um, you know, it's going to be that people die for lack of vision or hope. Uh, there are two others that have made my business very, um, very, they've affected me. Uh, massive efforts, massive results. And the world is starving for leadership. Those are three things that I live by daily. And it's so true. I love that. And we'll have these in the show notes page. Now, what is one habit that's helped you become successful? Consistency. I work my business every single day, even if it's just a little bit. Not on the weekends. I used to work it on Saturday. I don't now. But I do work my business every day. It's a groove you have to get in. If you fall out of the groove, it's very difficult to climb back on. What's the best piece of advice you ever got? Power hours. Seriously, I was doing power hours before anybody was teaching power hours because one very wonderful person said, lock yourself in a room. Uh, you've got all those kids. Find a time of day you can lock yourself in a room and you can just focus and start making calls. And so power hours is how I actually did my business. So for someone at MLM Nation who've never heard of the term power hour, can you just give like 30 seconds of definition what that is? 
Yes, focus. Uh, set your clock for like 30 minutes, 60 minutes, 90 minutes. Pick up the phone, start making calls, have a plan. Don't have anything else going on. Don't text. Don't, don't check your email. Don't answer other phone calls. Don't open the door to anyone for any reason. Everybody in the family knows it's your lock-in time. It's business time. It's power hours. Stay focused. Don't multitask. And you come out of there powerful. Yeah, I love it. I love power hours. And like in one hour, you can, like what you shared, Patty, like focus, no interruptions. You can get more more things done in one power hour than four hours of, you know, multitasking, interrupted time. Absolutely. What's your favorite prospecting tool you use? So, for example, if someone was interested to join your company right now, let's just say they're qualified. What do you use to present to them? Do you use like a newsletter, a webinar, a flip chart? you know, online video link? What do you like? Um, I use, I, I like quite a few things, but my favorite in person is actually a newspaper that's made by my company. And my favorite training tool and presenting tool is webinar room. I've used it for years. Uh, you can train people that are next door to you in their pajamas. They've got their, they've got their, um, th- their dinner. They don't have to even get out of their house to be trained. So I love that. What's one of your favorite apps or online resources? Do you use like an Evernote or a Dropbox that you could recommend to our listeners? You know, I'm not as good at all of those. I do use Dropbox, but mostly um, that's probably my son who does all of that. So my online resources mostly come from my company. I guess probably the biggest resource you have are your six kids, right? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. One organizes the events. The other does your tech work. Hey, that's really smart. (laughs) So it's it's all about attitude. Like I'm serious. Some people say, oh, six kids is hard to do the business, but you train them to help you, and there you go. That's leverage. I well, and they all have businesses of their own, so they're all you know. It's all a big family machine. They they learned it. They know where the money came from. They know how we got to have the life that we've led. So yes, Simon, those kids are serious business people. That's so cool. That's so cool. So cool. Now uh, you had mentioned a couple of books before, but what is one book? you could recommend to MLM Nation? (laughs) Well, I can't do all the books that I think are important to you. I'm going to be very honest with you. There is one book that teaches you seriously everything you need to know about networking. It teaches you about budgeting. It teaches you about your money. It teaches you about relationships. It teaches you about integrity and character, which are all critical to our business. And I'm sorry, you asked me the question. The answer is the Bible. There is no other book that teaches network marketing the way I've done it as well as the Bible itself. But I do have my favorite authors, Dennis Waitley, Jim Rohn, Darren Hardy, Eric Worre. Um, uh, there's many leadership books, John Maxwell. I love all of those. But I have to go back to the basics. Awesome. And we have... Uh... You know, top MLM leaders like Pete Sanchez, Jordan Kemper, they've all mentioned, and others as well, that's mentioned as the Bible, as the book, that's like the source of all wisdom. So It is. And MLM Nation, I know you love audio because you listen to this podcast. So if you haven't read it, you can get amazing free audiobooks at MLMNationBook.com. That's MLMNationBook.com. Okay, Patty, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. Are you ready? I am. Before we go to the million-dollar question, ML Nation, I know you want to grow your business, and I know you want to earn more income. So that's why I want to share with you something that will instantly help your business and increase your income. 
you already know the importance of sponsoring. And if you can't sponsor, the fact is you simply won't earn any real income in network marketing. Sponsoring is so important. And that's why I'm inviting you to a free training that will change your business forever. I want you to check out my free sponsoring workshop webinar where you're going to learn how to invite more prospects, overcome the objections, and sponsor more distributors. You can register for this free training at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Again, that's sponsoringworkshop.com. If you like these podcasts, these podcasts for ML Nation and these trainings, you'll find this free webinar even more helpful. This is the training that helped me earn over a million dollars in MLM and giving me the residual income so I can be a stay-at-home dad my kids and also have the time to give back and produce these MLM Nation podcast episodes for you. This is the training, the skills that help me become successful in network marketing, and you're going to learn this at this free sponsoring workshop webinar. So some, here are some of the things you will learn and get. You're going to get the first step you must take before you even talk to your contact list. You're going to discover the three type of prospects and how you must talk to them differently. Because not all prospects are the same. They're different. You also get my proven cold market scripts that will help you convert strangers into prospects. These are the things that help me. I mean, I didn't sponsor 200 people in a year, but I sponsored over 80-something people in one year. How would your business grow if you sponsored 80 people in a year? You also learn how to get prospects to overcome the objections. So listen to your presentations. You know, an MLM objection, how to, you know, I don't have any money. So you're going to discover, you're going to learn all those things. And also, the best part is you get my famous six-figure close. So you can sign up prospects. And this is the same script, why it's a six-figure close. Because I used it to sign up one of my party friends. This guy was a party animal. And I used that six-figure close. And he joined. And now he's a diamond director and earns me a six-figure passive income just from one person. And so you'll get the same six-figure close on this free webinar. So anyway, enough of what you learned. What you really need to do now is register right now or write this website down. It's at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Okay, sponsoringworkshop.com. This free webinar is offered three different days. That's the cool part. This is three different days at four different times. So they can, so that anyone around the world, because I know ML Nation, you guys are global, you can listen to it. And even better, if you don't have the patience, you want it immediately, there's an option. If you go to sponsoringworkshop.com, there's an option to watch it now immediately. So you can watch it right now and learn. So start learning the skills that help me build a million-dollar MLM business and go to sponsoringworkshop.com. So I look forward to seeing the training. So now you know about something that's going to help you. I have to share that with you. Let's go back to the show and to the million-dollar question. So here's the million-dollar question. Imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one. So that means you know you have no contacts. You don't even have your family. You have no no one. But you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you would do to find prospects and build an ML business from scratch? Well, if I had to start over again, I didn't do something right that I should have. I didn't actually use my own sphere of influence. So I have to come in saying, if I were starting over, I would be much faster in starting with my own sphere of influence. Um, Then if I had zero sphere of influence, in my opinion, I would actually begin to build a sphere of influence. Now, I'm an internet marketing guru. I did a lot of my business by internet marketing and I would go right back there because I believe firmly in uh, the the hugeness of our world and the ability to reach people now through social media or through the internet, through other countries. But 
my personal answer is I would have to go back and fix what I did wrong in the first place on my own business, which was not using my own sphere of influence. Awesome. So if you, you talk about intern marketing, uh, what, would, what, what would that mean? Would you like, find meet friends on Facebook or you, would you do ads? What would you do? I think if I were ready to do it again, massive efforts, massive return, I'd probably do all of that. Uh, I did a lot of leads. I worked really smart with leads. Uh, it was a time where we didn't have Facebook, we didn't have social media, and so we bought leads, and I did incredibly well with that. I think that today you have to go where the people are. So I would probably be very balanced in all the technology all of the social media as well as advertising kind of campaigns. Uh, I would get my name out there and I would find those leaders. As we wrap up, do you have any last words or advice? Uh, this business requires you to be uh, sweet and tough all at the same time. It requires you to love your people but be a very strong, sturdy leader that isn't so sensitive that you're going to be crushed uh, the first time somebody says they're not interested in what you have. So I want you to develop in each person character and sweetness and humbleness and genuineness that will allow you to serve the people as a leader. But I also want you to develop a mental and emotional toughness that will allow you to run into those stumbling blocks and those people that are not interested. And don't take it personally, because it isn't personal, it's perception. And they would have been better off if they had sat down and worked with you. And I want you to see it like that. I want you to feel badly for them because they lost out. I don't want you to take it personally. I want you to take your energy and I want you to move forward to the next people because they need you. And they needed me, and I needed the person who brought me into the business. So please go find the people that, that really need you. And don't worry about the ones who are possibly uh, having a perception issue that day. ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today you've been hanging out with Patty Roney. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in Patty. That's P-A-T-T-I at the search bar. And the show notes, Patty's contact info, the working mom, all that stuff, all those goodies will be right there. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So, Patty, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. I love what you do. You are fantastic, Simon. I love this. And uh, to all of my fellow network marketers, uh, go for freedom and, and be, be brilliant as you go. People love you. They need you. Good night. Patty, MLM Nation, we're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again and God bless you. Yes, God bless. Wow, MLM Nation, what an inspiring story. You know, homeschooling six kids, single mom, and I think the most impressive lesson is about attitude, right? Perception, perspective, seeing things. Like some people say, oh, how can you do the business six, with six kids? And she homeschooled them, but Patty saw it as like freedom. She gets freedom, right? She gets freedom to when to when to study, when to go, when to vacation. And she brilliantly trained the kids. I mean, network marketers, you listening to this, I'm sure every one of you would love for your kids to be involved in the business. And that's what Patty did early on. Instead of like, she says, reading business textbooks, she got them involved in the business. So, 
Very, very inspiring story. You know, the stuff I really loved was, aside from the attitude, it's just the, you know, the consistency and the desire, right? And making no excuses. Like, she was paying the house. She had to paint the house, but on one hand, she'd be on the phone calling people. Because what a great way. I mean, animation, I think that was two things you should really be doing, painting a house. If you're going to paint a house, by the way, I hate painting. I painted it once in my condo in New Jersey before I sold it. And I was like, I'll never, ever do it again. But if you ever give me a paintbrush and I have to paint, I'll be listening to self-development or I'll be, uh, you know, calling people while I'm painting, right? But just, so, because there's nothing to me, like more nine, numb, what you call it, mind-numbing than uh, painting. So, very inspiring. So, a couple other uh, things um, you know, that I liked about Patty was just the vision. I mean, she's very good at talking about vision. You can hear it in her voice, right? She was like a, you know, who was she? was like a nobody from Wyoming, a young girl, but she saw that vision and every day she focused on it. And I love the, the mile marker, right? Every, every, your journey, you can have mile markers. You hit this mark and then what's the next mile? What's the next marker? And that is really what life is because if you think about life, that's what it is. But most people, they don't really have any mile markers in their life. What the, think about the people who are not involved in network marketing. What do they do? You know, aside from probably a major holiday or their birthday, so they can party or they can don't in mean, a holiday because they don't need to work, right? So that's what the entrepreneur. You always have to set goals and targets. And one thing I love to do, what I teach in my uh, training, is that you got short-term targets are good. You short-term targets, you reward, and then you set another short-term target. Like really, like mini mile markers. Because if your goal is too big, sometimes it can be very, very discouraging. So set set short-term goals. And then the belief builder, right? Work on those four beliefs. The belief in the company, believe in the products, believe in the industry, and believe in yourself. And if you're listening to this, you're building your belief in the industry, right? The profession. Believe in the profession. Believe in yourself. Believe Because these people from all types of background, from only a town of 8,000 people can do it, hey, then so can you. And the last thing is the... It's just about the um, sweet and tough, she talks about, right? You have to be sweet and caring, but at the same time, you can be tough. You can set your boundaries. Don't let, be tough with the rejection. People are not rejecting you. Be tough, you know, be choosy who you want to work with. And so, sweet and tough. I love that. So, thank Patty Roney. Yeah, go check out her website. She's a really special friend of mine. Um, go to mlnation.net, type in Patty, P-A-T-T-I, at the search bar, and her no- show notes, her contact info will pop up right there, especially if you're a mom with kids, a single mom, you're listening to this, you definitely want to uh, check her stuff out. And then, if you like the show, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, or do that on Stitcher, for those who don't have Apple. You know, By subscribing, that makes sure you get the automatically downloads, and review it. Okay, I read those reviews, uh, take a lot of work to put these shows three times a week, so it motivates me. You know, everyone needs motivation, like Zig Ziglar says, right? So share with me what you learned, what you applied. That really is inspire- inspires me, and I want to make sure I'm fulfilling my life, my purpose in my life to have a positive impact. So please leave a review. And then the um, the best compliment you can give us, and you know, a lot of you have been messaging me, I thank you, but share it with your friends, share on social media, with your downlines, crosslines, uplines, prospects. Um, that's the best thing because we are should stick together, ML Nation. We're all in this together. And as everyone does well, this community, this profession does well, we all win. So thanks again for listening. And thanks again for your valuable time. Thanks to Patty Roney. And remember, everyone, we're in network marketing. We're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. 
Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.